Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. We are thankful in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We love you, Jesus. It is because of you that we are here. Father, we do not gather here for the sake of any man. For your word says, this gathering is unto you. Lord, let the gathering be unto you. In the name of Jesus. Let the gathering be unto you. Therefore, Lord, we invite your presence in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, be our teacher. Holy Spirit, teach us in the name of Jesus. Let it not be man's wisdom, but we ask for the engrafted word of God, that which is able to save our souls in the name of Jesus. Take the man factor out and let the spirit of God take control. Father, we subdue every other spirit that is not of you. Any familiar spirit that is not of God. We bring down every high thing that shall rise up against the knowledge of God. Let the spirit of God have his way. In Jesus' name. Amen. And have your way. Hallelujah. Clap your hands together for Jesus. Clap your hands together for Jesus. Wonderful. You may be seated. Tonight, I want to share a very simple but very, very important message with you. I want to share with you some powerful effects of a quiet time some powerful effects of a quiet time hallelujah you know every now and then we have to be awakened to having our quiet time hallelujah a daily quiet time having your quiet time on a daily basis so we want to just go through some powerful effects of a quiet time and we are sharing from the book quiet time by Bishop Dagwood Mills. Very powerful book. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, how many of you understand that quiet time is important? How many of you also realize that you, you don't do it often? Or you don't do it on a regular basis? Wonderful. You see, when something is important and you know you need it and you are not doing it, then it means there's a problem. Do you understand? You know you need, to, you, need, you need to lose weight, but you are eating more. Then you understand that there's a problem. Do you understand? You understand that there's a problem. Amen. Now, the reason why many people do not have a quiet time is because they do not know the effect. What quiet time has on their lives the effect that quiet time has on our lives sometimes we are not conscious of it and so we take it for granted but it's one of the powerful tools that we have to have daily quiet time amen, amen. number one a daily quiet time prevents hurts and reduces pain in this life a daily quiet time or daily QT for sure. A daily quiet time. Having a daily quiet time. Having a daily time with God. Privately with God prevents hurts and reduces pain in this life. How many of you will agree with me that there are hurts and pain in this life? Wow. There are hurts and pains in this life. Amen. Now, much of the pain and hurts of this life will be avoided if we 
use the light of this world. If we will have the light of life, then we will avoid much of the hurts and pains of this life. Amen. John chapter 8 and verse 12. The Bible says, Then speak Jesus. John chapter 8 and verse 12. Then speak Jesus again unto them, saying, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Amen. He says, I am the light of the world. He that followeth me shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of life. Amen. You see, when you walk in darkness, when you are grouping in darkness, you have a tendency to hurt yourself. Amen. Isn't that so? Is that Khadija? It's good to see you. I was missing you. Amen. When you, when you walk in darkness, when you group in darkness, you have a tendency to hurt yourself. You have a tendency to bump into things. You see, even in familiar places, even in familiar territory, even in your own bedroom, if you were to turn the light off and you decide to walk in your own bedroom where you have lived for many years, you will find yourself bumping into things that will hurt you because there is no light. When there is no light in our lives, you see, we take familiar things and we think that we know it very well. You say, oh, I know this person very well. When you don't have light. Oh, I know he's from this background. I know he's from this family. I know he went to this school. I know he went to that school. I know he has this job. I know he earns this much money. But when you receive light, then you realize that, wow, there's a totally different thing. When you have light. Amen. Amen. Many people have made certain choices without the light. And they have experienced a lot of pain. They have experienced a lot of hurt. When you make choices without this light, you experience hurt. When you negotiate life, when you move through life without the light, the word of God is that light. The Bible says in Psalm 119 verse 105, it says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Amen. Amen. Thy word, the word of God, is a lamp unto my feet and is a light unto my path. Hallelujah. You see, you have your feet and the path is there. Do you understand? The feet, you have them and the path is there. And you will take the path. You will walk. You will walk. Whether there is light or no light, you will walk. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So you have a tendency to walk the path. Now you have ability to walk the path without the light or with the light. And I tell you, you know, even when you are driving, just make your mind, for instance, that you close your eyes for a few minutes and hold the steer straight. How many of you drive? You drive. And hold the steer straight that you will not turn anywhere. Just few seconds. Close your eyes for a few seconds. You see where the car will be going. On a straight road where there's no bend, close your eyes for a few seconds and then open your eyes. You see where the, the car will be going in a place where you don't intend to. Amen. But the word of God says, the word is a lamp to your feet. That means you need light on your feet. You need the light to guide every step that you take. You need the light first onto your feet. To every step that you take, you need the light. That means you should not take a single step without the light. Do you understand? Because it says it's a, a light to the path also. But he has to throw a lamp on your feet. It has to be a lamp to your feet such that just as the, fo the foot is making a step, you will see where it's stepping. And the word of God does that. 
it gives you light to take steps that is why he says he orders the steps of the righteous god orders the steps of the righteous that means that you will not make any move without the word of god that is why you should not leave your house to do any don't take a step without a word without the word of god that is what it means don't take a step don't go out don't step out without this without the word he says my word is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path hallelujah the lamp of god the word of god hallelujah it is the word of god it is that which anoints the anointed he says there will i make the horn of david to bad i have ordained a lamp for mine anointed psalm 132 and verse 17 i have ordained a lamp for my anointed if god has anointed you he has given you a lamp he has given you a lamp hallelujah you see the sorrows and the disappointments of this world there's that we experience they can be avoided if we will apply this light all the time apply this light in everything that we we do if we will apply the light in making choices in what we pick in what we choose hallelujah oftentimes you see what people do is that they they will get hurt and then they will pick the light do you understand that is what people do and that is why we experience so a lot of times people get hurt and then they pick the light people do not use the light to prevent them from getting hurt it says the lamp onto your feet and the light in your path that means you are lighted to prevent any form of accident to prevent any form of hurt and pain but oftentimes what people do is that they will they will get hurt and then they come back and take the lamp do you understand people make choices of in marriage they will make choices in marriage without the lamp without the light they will make choices without considering the word of god without considering what the word of god has to say about even the relationship they will not and they will make that choice and then they will get hurt and then they will turn back to the lamp they will turn back to the light amen god does not intend that you get hurt so immediately just before you are taking a step he puts the light right there and that is his word he says my word is a lamp unto your feet a lamp unto your feet don't make one step in life without the word of god that is why your daily quiet time is important you need it it is the word of god pastor which one which one anything in the word of god any part of the word of god it is the word of god amen i don't know have you seen have you turned your bible and you have seen light shining you see it says it is telling you it says it says it says my it says it says that thy word is a lamp thy word is a lamp unto my feet and then he says i have ordained a lamp for mine anointed god is saying his word is light it's light why would you take any path or walk any path without light it's not a good thing amen it's not a good thing you see the the lamp of god the word of god the light of god it will always shine brightly it will always shine brightly i was talking to some young men and uh you know there are people that when they are in need they come for this lamp you see it is not for it is not for just now when they are in need and they need to take certain steps and they realize that it is all darkness around them they come for the light they come for this lamp and then they get it and then they leave that lamp and they begin to take certain steps they begin to take certain steps a lot of times when people are in need when people are unemployed you see them in church when people do not have jobs you see them in church 
Oh, I've not seen you in a long time. Oh, my um, the person that I'm taking care of died. The person that I do this has been taken to the hospital. The person that I, that is why the person is in church. That is why the person is in church. Do you understand? And then they will come back crying for the word now. Crying. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? But it is a lamp to your feet. It is not a lamp that is supposed to be behind you. Every step that you take, that lamp should guide you. Amen. Amen. And someday alone is not enough. Do you understand? How many of you understand or you agree with me that someone who receives the light on a daily basis, every day of the week, you are receiving the light. Every step, every day before you're taking the step, the light is there. Compared to someone who comes for the light on Sundays. Only Sundays. The rest of the week, you are walking in darkness. You see, that is why you have to have your daily quiet time. Amen. You need to have your daily quiet time. Not to have doses of light on Sundays. And then small doses on Tuesdays. Do you understand? That does not feed anyone. It's supposed to be a light every day in your life. Amen. It is the only light which can light the way for every man on this earth. That is the only light that can light the way for every man on this earth. John 1 verse 9, it says, That was the true light which lighted every man that cometh into the world. Hallelujah. Number two, a daily quiet time guarantees a good harvest of nice things. Wow. A daily quiet time guarantees a good harvest of nice things. A good harvest. Now, harvest pertains to reaping. Isn't that so? If we are talking about harvest, it means you must have sown something. Isn't that so? So, it says, quiet time, a daily quiet time guarantees a good harvest of nice things. A good harvest of nice things. And the reason is because a daily quiet time is the sowing of spiritual seeds into your spirit. When you have your daily quiet time, when you spend time with God every day, reading his word and meditating on his word, you are sowing seeds into your spirit. Hallelujah. The word of God is the greatest seed that you plant in your heart when you have a quiet time. It is the greatest seed. It is indeed a seed. Jesus said in Luke chapter 8 verse 11, he says, now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. The seed is the word of God. Luke 8 verse 11. He says the seed is the word of God. Hallelujah. Every time you have a quiet time, you are making an investment into your life. Every time. Every day you're having a quiet time, you are investing into your life. What an investment. Amen. You sow the seed of the word of God and it will yield the fruit of love, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Wow. Sowing the seed of the word of God, look at what it brings. It brings fruit of love, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Amen. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 8, the Bible says, For he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. He that soweth to the flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. A lot of Christians, they sow to the flesh. A lot of Christians sow into the flesh. Hallelujah. They invest a lot into the flesh. A lot of time into the flesh. Amen. A lot of Christians invest a lot of money into the flesh. Yes. You see, right now, if I, I came and I announced, as I, before I started preaching, I, I announced that, oh, we are planning for a cruise in the Caribbean. You know, we are one... 
you see, people will be saving. They will be putting money aside and they want to go. But we will go to the cruise if you want. We will go. I said we will go. In fact, we will plan a cruise. Amen. You see, but if I had announced that we are going for a cruise, you know, and we are going to have this, you know, on the cruise ship, they are going to feed us, you know, different kinds of foods. And I show you pictures like they will lay tables from one end here to the other. Food, fish, kinky, beans. On the cruise ship, kinky, banku, and all kinds of feet. And they, we will, all of these things will be there. How many of you agree with me that <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> That's for my preaching. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. You see, if they lay table like that, feast, and I said there will be a whole pig, you know, that you, it will be there, hot, roasted, non-stop. If you go midnight, it, they are, it's still there. If they finish, they'll bring another one. You know, roasted. You know, the food is going to be 24-7. Non-stop. No, you, listen, be honest. The way I'm presenting it to you, how many of you would like to go? You will invite your friends and your family. You will tell them, I'll pay for you. Come. Amen. You see, and we, even we Christians, we like to invest in things like that. If we announce that we are going for camp and it's going to cost, say, $120 per person for this and this, for three nights and this, you are not, but if we say we are going for romancing your spouse, you know, um, let us find a beloved for you convention, you know, um, uh, all kinds of you see you invest you will put your money in it you invest in the flesh in the flesh some of you when you wake up in the morning you are investing so much in the flesh look i believe that even if you you don't take shower for the day and you are able to spend time with the lord i think it's a blessing it's a blessing it's a blessing just put some things on you, you know, and you know, I mean, take care of certain areas. I just five minutes, you know, take care of certain areas and just put some and, and go out, you know, at least have a quiet time with the Lord and go out. I think it's a blessing. I, I think it's a blessing than to spend so much time in the shower and making sure that every debt on your skin has come off. Do you understand? That you have washed every part and everywhere and then you finish and then you come and stand in the mirror and make sure that every part of your face is painted and you have not, leave any, you not, you have not left any place untouched and you know, every, every, every follicle on your eyebrow is leveled and trimmed and you see, you spend so much time. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> that takes time. <laughs> that takes time. You do even coldly on your eyebrow. Wow. Two lines, kaji kaji. All kinds of. It's too much time. We invest too much in the flesh. Is somebody understanding what I'm sharing with you? We invest too much in the flesh. And then you wear this and you don't like it. And you wear this and you don't like this. And then, you wear, and then this one matches with this. And then, and then by the time you realize, hey, I couldn't do my quiet time. And then you are running to catch. I say, if even your hair is bad, your hair is bad. You cover your hair with something. You know, your hair is bad. And you didn't take a shower and you are able to do your quiet time it's a blessing ladies can i hear an amen 
some of you, some of you, you know, we, you, you, you spend too much time on your body. You know, just, you are going to sleep. You are single. You are going to sleep. You took a shower. And then you wake up in the morning. No one has touched you. And then you are spending so much time in the shower. Cleaning what? What are you cleaning? You see, spend, you see, spend time, spend time investing in the spirit. Spend time investing in the spirit. Spend time investing in the spirit. And just as you are working out, something tells you that, you know, something was not right. You have to come back and look in the mirror again. Checking last minute. Some of you, even when we are sharing, when we are sowing in the spirit in the church, you go out to go and sow in the flesh. You walk out of the church to go to the bathroom and sow in the, You are just keen on sowing into the flesh. As you are sitting there, right now as you are sitting there, something is telling you, maybe your bra is showing. Maybe something is not right. You are always not feeling comfortable. Always you think something is wrong. I have to go to the bathroom to go and check something. That is why there is always a line at the ladies' bathroom. Always. Always there is a line. At the airport, you are checking. You go to the supermarket. Even the supermarket. Always checking. Always checking. But invest in the spirit. Invest. Put time. Put time in the spirit. We like you the way you are. If only you add some spirituality to it. Do you understand? If you will add spirituality, we will love you. You know, you will be sweeter if there's more spirituality in you than, the, than, than your hair and your makeup. Do you understand? Because the way you are, we are afraid to even talk to you. You look very nice, but we are afraid to talk to you. Do you understand? We are afraid. We are, we are dying to propose to you, but you see, we, we are afraid. <laughs> you invest too much in the flesh and we are afraid. You know, some of you, your investment in the flesh, it turns men away. I'm telling you something. Your investment in the flesh, it turns men away from you. They are afraid. You see, we can't take care of this. Hey, you see, you, you have the wrong mentality. You think that if I invest in the flesh a lot, if I invest in the flesh a lot, then I will get what I want. You know, and every time you are looking for different clothes, looking for different shoes, what will match, and you, you don't even spend any time sowing in the spirit, and then you come with the flesh like that. The men are afraid. They are afraid of you. First of all, they are afraid that they can't even keep up with your investment. You just braided your hair. It's not even two weeks, three weeks. You say, I'm taking it off. Why? Why can't you just wash it and let it be nice? That's all. Amen. There are certain things that we need to push aside. So we can invest in the spirit. Amen. So we can invest in the spirit. There are men also. Men who also invest in the flesh. Men. There are some men they like themselves too much. Too much. Ah. Too much. <laughs> men, who, men who do pedicure and manicure. Men who make, do their eyebrow, trim their eyebrow. Ah. Men, they trim their eyebrow and they do their nails. Trim, manicure and pedicure. You are talking about men. Is there any man in this church who? <laughs> Listen. 
think I'm going to inspect your eyebrows these days. And see. Wow, what a shock. Some men, you, they like themselves too much. Too much. You, know? you always want to look a certain way. You know, it has, this has to match. This has to match. It has to match. And man, it's too much. It's not a good thing. So in the spirit. So in the spirit. Hallelujah. So in the spirit. Amen. Wonderful. So daily quiet time guarantees a good harvest of nice things. Good harvest of nice things. Good harvest of nice things. So there are others that sow all kinds of things. They don't have time. They don't have time to sow spiritual things. They don't have time. As a young man, you are just you know you have just been married. But in the morning, instead of spending time with the Lord. You want to spend time with your wife before you go out. Because you are married. Because you are married. You want to spend time with your wife every opportunity. When do you spend time with God? Huh? Even someday you are coming to church. We have to bless you before you come to church. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going if I'm not being blessed. Your wife has to beg you, beg you. Sunday. Sunday morning. Early morning. Sunday. You are late. You are late. You say five minutes. Five, five, five minutes. Five minutes. Hey, are there children here? Hey. Salam. Salam is here. Please, let's behave. And Shakira. Are there no children? And Gina, Gina is here. <laughs> hey, I don't know why. I said Salom is a child. She's my daughter. Hey, don't let me down, okay? Amen. Hallelujah. You see, that is why, as a pastor, I must remind you of this. The importance of spending time with the Lord. Spending time. So that you will harvest good things. Harvest good things. Amen. If you sow in the flesh, the Bible says, do you read the scripture? It says, for he that soweth to his flesh, he that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. Reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Of the spirit reap life everlasting. So sowing to the flesh, watching TV. Some of you spend so much time watching TV. So much time on Facebook. So much time. You see, these are some of the reasons why you don't do your quiet time. They are the same reasons why you don't pray. Because you see, you just receive a notification because i've experimented it myself and you receive a, 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 a notification that you oh you have a message from facebook and then you open it you just want to look at that message alone how many of you have done that you have just looked at that message alone and then you close it that message alone just a friend updated his status and you just let me see his new or her new status and then you look at it and you close it. How many of you have done that before? Yeah. You see? And then you say, oh, eh, oh, this one too. Oh, this one. And then you are going and going and going. By the time you realize, hey, it's 1.30. Okay, 1.35. I will sleep. And then you are going. You see, you're giving yourself five more minutes. And, then, and by the time you realize, oh, 2.30. 2.35. You see? And then you cannot wake up in the morning to pray. And you have to go to work. And then you have to take shower and spend a lot of time in the shower and you don't have any time for your quiet time. So me, I will not open it. 
to waste my time. I'm sorry, some of you have requested friends and all those things. Maybe I've not. One day I will look at and then I will respond. One, sometimes I open it once in a while and then accept, 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 accept. Isn't that what they do? Friends. Yeah. But don't waste time. Don't waste time on these things. Don't waste time. We are working, we are doing this. So what, when, when will be the time to spend with God? If we are wasting time on all these things. Daily quiet time. Amen. Daily quiet time. Are you being blessed? Are you seeing the benefits, the effects of quiet time? Number three, a daily quiet time burns away unwanted things. A daily quiet time. Spending time with God. Reading your Bible. Reading a scripture and meditating on it. A daily quiet time. Everyone needs daily quiet time. Daily quiet time. He says a daily quiet time burns away unwanted things. Unwanted things. Hallelujah. Jeremiah chapter 5 and verse 14. He says, Wherefore, that saith the Lord God of hosts, because ye speak this word, behold, I will make my words in thy mouth fire, and this people would, and it shall devour them. Hallelujah. God is saying he will make his word. If you meditate on his word. He says, I will make my word in thy mouth fire. If you are a person that has your daily quiet time, you have your quiet time on a regular basis, on a daily basis, the word of God will become fire in your mouth. Amen. It will become fire in your mouth. How many of you agree that there are some things that cannot be removed by anything? There are certain things in your life, even certain character about you that cannot be removed by anything. Do you understand? The word of God says that it will be fire in your mouth. That is why there are some people, they come to church, they have certain behavior, certain difficult behavior, they can't stop. But just subjecting yourself constantly to the word of God, constantly, constantly to the word you find yourself changing no one will do anything it's the power of the word of god the word of god hallelujah it says it will make power it will make fire in your mouth and these people as wood that means that if you are a person that you you always rise up in the morning before you go out you're having your daily quiet time you're having your quiet time on a daily basis the bosses at work who harass you your co-workers who harass you, the people who harass you at work. You see, the Bible says that the word that you meditate on, it will become fire in your mouth. And the people who harass you, they become as wood. That means that when you open your mouth to speak to these people, your words will bend them. They will become wood. People who harass you. People who are sitting on your promotion. People who have refused your application all the time. Sometimes there are people who are at a job. And as long as they are there, they make sure that you are never promoted. As you are having your daily quiet time, you go to that person. One day you begin to speak. That person is bent down as wood. The next thing you realize, the person is gone. He's not at the job anymore. You know, there are some people, they are not afraid of Christians. You see? And the reason why they are not afraid of Christians is because of your behavior. It is because of you. There is no power in your mouth. There is no fire in your mouth. They have harassed you for a long time and they are still there. They are still there. I mean, there are some people that I have spoken to and they have had certain experiences, certain harassment at their jobs and then we spoke and then the people are not there. The people that have been harassing them, they are not there. They fire all of them. They fire all of them. May every wood, anyone that is at your job, that is harassing you, let the fire that is in your mouth, when you open your mouth, as a result of having your quiet time, let the fire come upon them and burn them. 
Anyone who is at a job, who is planning for your last paycheck, is planning that you go and you will not come again. Anyone who is planning that they will not bring you back. Anyone who is planning that they will not promote you. Let the fire of the word of God burn such a person. People who harass you, the fire will burn them. They will be eliminated. They will be removed. You will have your peace. I said you have your peace. He said the fruit of the spirit. You have peace. You will be laughed at the job. You experience laugh at the job. Look, don't joke with the daily quiet time. Don't joke with it. You endeavor. You put a challenge to yourself. And you say for the next three months. I'm going to be diligent. Or just do for the month. For the next month. I'm going to be diligent with my quiet time. I will do my quiet time every day before I leave. Amen. Those of you who have no, you don't have a source of quiet time. Now we have quiet time that we send to you on a daily basis. Free. It is there. Just do that. You can't do anything else. You can't do anything extra. Just do that quiet time. Be diligent with it for one month and then you will see. Believe the word of God. I say believe the word of God. Amen. Believe the word of God. Hallelujah. Believe the word of God. Things that you cannot stop. There are certain behaviors you cannot stop. You can't stop on your own. You cannot stop. No one can advise you. Your parents cannot advise you. They can't change you. They can't make you do otherwise. Your pastors cannot advise you. You personal meditation on the word of God. Just reading the word of God and meditating on it. It will change you. I say it will change you. Hallelujah. It will change you. Some of you, you have a certain spirit. You know, and you, you, you take it, you say, as for me, that's how I am. No. It's a spirit. You have certain spirit of jealousy. Some of you, you have a spirit of backbiting. Do you understand? You see, it has gotten you into trouble many times. You have talked about people and it has come back to hurt you. It has come back to destroy you a certain way, but you can't stop. Some of you, you can't help that you gossip. You, are, you gossip, classic gossiper. Do you understand? And you, you see, such a spirit, nobody can, I cannot, you know, stop the gossiping. You know, stop the gossiping. You see, because you, you know that it is not good. You know that it is hurting you. And you can't stop. Now, one thing that I've also recognized, you see, to know that these things, they are spiritual, is that when you associate with anyone who is like that, you become like that. Oh, yes. I'm telling you. Once you were not a gossiper, once you were not some way, you were not behaving some way, you start associating with a person who is like that, you become like that. It's a spirit. You have become another classic gossiper. And sometimes you overtake. You have a higher spirit than the person who trained you. And then you realize that you also are gathering people around. You watch. I'm telling you. I'm teaching you something very important. You watch. You realize that if you want to test. You yourself, you want to test. Test and see. And analyze the people who are close friends. People that you closely associate with and see that they are like you. You are all the same. You know? You don't like this one. This one also doesn't like that one. You don't like this person. This one doesn't like this person. You don't like to do this. This person doesn't like. You become the same. You become, you talk the same way. You, you behave the same way. It's a spirit. It's a spirit. I'm telling you. It's a spirit. And it's an evil spirit. It's an evil spirit. But daily quiet time. Daily quiet time. It can, it can separate you from such spirits. And you see that even you, you have become a light among them. And people, your light is emanating. And you alone, if, I'm, I'm, what I'm teaching you is a very important thing. You, you who, you are the one who is having daily quiet time. You realize that you become different amongst the lot. You become different. Not because you come to church, but daily quiet time. Daily quiet time. Daily quiet time. You become different. 
you become different the, and then you see that very soon they begin to say ah you have changed why are you now like this you have changed they'll be saying that and then they don't feel comfortable telling you certain things there are certain conversations they can't have with you daily quiet time daily quiet time benefits powerful effects of daily quiet time amen powerful effect number four a daily quiet time breaks down evil strongholds daily quiet time breaks down evil strongholds daily quiet time breaks down evil strongholds hallelujah Christians who do not have quiet time who do not have daily quiet time or consistent with their quiet time they have bad characters they have very bad behavior you know a Christian who is always having you can you see you cannot have quiet time all the time and remain the same way that you are stubborn you know you are a stubborn person and since you became a Christian the last three years two years you are always having your quiet time you can never remain stubborn you can never remain stubborn it's not possible I'm talking about the powerful effects of quiet time daily quiet time breaks down evil strongholds evil strongholds the strongholds in most Christians lives cannot be broken away by one powerful sermon so we cannot you cannot say I go to church and so you are going to change what is really going to change you and for you to even see that I am a different person it is your consistency with your quiet time spending time with God privately on your own allowing God to talk to you amen you see what really convicts you what really convicts you it is not when I share a message here do you understand when I share a message here, it will guide you. And when you are reading the Bible, it will guide you. But for you to really leave your house and something really convicting you, and you say, nobody has talked to you, nobody has come to you, but you are saying to us, this is not good. This is not good. I have to stop this. It is your quiet time. You having private time with the word of God. God will talk to you. Amen. The spirit of God will convict you. Amen. Amen. The Bible says, Jeremiah 23 and verse 29, it says, It's not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. Hallelujah. It's not my word like as a fire, saith the Lord, and like a hammer that breaketh the rock in pieces. Wow. The word of God is powerful. He said, it's like a hammer that breaks the rocks in pieces. Some of you, you are so stubborn, nothing moves you. Nothing moves you. You, are, you, you know that you are stubborn. And you admit it. You say, as for me, I'm very stubborn. You admit it. Nothing moves you. Your parents, nothing, nothing from your parents have moved you. Nothing from your teachers have moved you. Some of you, you come from a place you were king. King. They whip your butt. But nothing has changed you. Nothing moved you. You have had issues. They've even taken you to court. And they have judged. They, even they put you in prison. You come back. You will not change. You know, you are so stubborn. Nothing moves you. But the word of God is like a hammer. What you need is the hammer of the word of God. It will break every rock. Whatever character, whatever behavior that is like a rock in your life your daily quiet time will break that character in pieces. Yeah. Having a daily quiet time will break that behavior in pieces. Some of you, there are certain things that you are doing and you want to stop. You can't stop. You cannot stop. You have issue with alcohol. You can't stop. Daily quiet time. Daily quiet time. It will stop you. Um, what do you call 12-step program and 9-step program. It will not help you. It will not help. AA programs will not help you. It will not help you. 
if you are coming for the AA program, they are staggering. Do you understand? It will not help you. It will not help you. I don't understand how I have a behavior I want to stop. You have the same behavior I want to stop, and we can help ourselves. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I think it's a deception to keep them in it. Amen. Is somebody understand what I'm sharing with you? But the word of God, the hammer, it can break it. It can break every rock. Every rock. A daily quiet time, number five, a daily quiet time leads to the cutting away of unwanted aspects of our lives and character. A daily quiet time. Number five, a daily quiet time leads to the cutting away of unwanted aspects of our lives and character. Hallelujah. A daily quiet time leads to the cutting away of unwanted aspects of our lives and character. Our lives and character. When you have a daily quiet time, certain unwanted aspects of your life, certain unwanted aspects of your character, they'll be cut off. A daily quiet time can do that. Some of you, your parents don't even know that you have certain bad behavior. Do you understand? You have had this behavior for a long time, living in your parents' home. They never knew. They, because if they know, they will talk about it. Do you understand? If they know, they will advise you. If they know, they will be angry about it. They will harass you about it. But they don't know. Some of you, they know you as this handsome young man quiet young man but you have such a character very bad a character of sleeping with young women your parents don't know and if someone comes and brings a, a daughter and say your son has made my daughter pregnant and the, my son you will not they will not believe it do you understand you have a certain behavior a certain character no one knows no one knows you come and you go you come and you go no one knows you have a certain behavior and you even it is troubling you but you can't stop but no one can even advise you because no one knows hallelujah some of you have very bad characters you are beautiful but bad character beautiful woman but bad character nice nice smell perfume and everything nice hair nice but bad character bad behavior you see and if you see young men also don't have light they don't have the light and then they choose you see no one marries and intends that i'll be sad in their relationship no one has that intention that as i'm marrying but you see when you don't have the light you think that nice how many of you understand you see when you see nice people you think they are they must be good people when you see someone who is nicely dressed, you see a young woman in the church who dresses nicely. She's always walking gently. You know, you associate that this person must be good. Isn't that so? Oftentimes, when people are pretty and they are nice looking, we think they are good. But it's not, it's not, it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. Do you understand? It does not work like that. That is why you need light. That is why you need the word of God. Amen. Because that it allows you to see the inside of the person. It allows you to see what is inside the niceness. What is inside the beauty. Oftentimes, Bishop says something. He said, oftentimes, people who are extra nice, they try to be extra nice. They are not good. They are covering up People who laugh with everyone in the church, they are very nice, they're sweet. They are not sweet outside of the church. In their own homes, they are bitter, they are, they are, they are nasty, they are difficult, cantankerous in their own homes. Amen. Hebrews chapter 4 and verse 12. 
For the word of God is quick. That means the word of God is alive. It's alive. It's active. It's moving. He said the word of God is quick and powerful. Powerful. And sharper than any two-edged sword. Piercing even to the dividing ascender of soul and spirit. And the joints and marrow. And is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Wow. That is the word of God. I said there are some of you with certain character, certain behavior that no one knows. No one knows. No one can help you. No one can advise you. Sometimes you wake up with certain evil intentions, wicked intentions. You are planning some wicked things, evil things, but you look very nice. <laughs> Do you understand? You look very nice. As you are planning your things, you are still looking very nice outside. No one knows what is in your head. No one knows what is in your mind. Your husband thinks you are a very nice person. Your wife thinks you are a very nice person. Even your children. They think you are the sweetest father or the sweetest mother. But they don't know that you also have evil intentions, wicked intentions. And for that, no one can help you. Do you understand? No one can help you. But the word of God, the Bible says, is the discerner, the discerner. It descends, it descends, it looks into. It says, it's the discerner of your thoughts. It will know your thoughts. What you have planned, it will know. And what is in your heart, it will know. That is the word of God. And so, you see, whereas no one can help you, the word of God, as you are doing your quiet time, as you are doing your quiet time, you see that something is just choking you. Something is choking. Nobody has spoken to you. And then, you plan, you are planning to do something. And then you say, today my quiet time, my quiet time told me, my quiet time taught me something. Hey! <laughs> Some people plan certain things. They say, this is what I was going to do. But you are lucky. <laughs> my quiet time, when I did my quiet time, this is, you see, that is the word of God. And if you are doing that on a daily basis, if you are doing that on a, on a, on a frequent basis, every day you are doing that, you see that certain character, certain things that you don't like, certain things that are not compatible with peaceful life, they are being removed from your life. Amen. Amen. Sometimes wives plan evil things, wicked things. You are planning certain things. You are planning that today, you see, because your husband traveled or something, he didn't call you, and you have made certain plans. You say, I know he has gone away for a long time, so when he comes, I know he's going to want to spend time with me. Do you understand? But you also have your plans. And you had your plans the night before he is arriving. And then you wake up in the morning, and as you are doing your quiet time, you say, ah, in fact... He's lucky. <laughs> He's not lucky. You are lucky. You are lucky. The word of God has discerned, discerned the intents. The word of God has discerned your intents. And your thoughts has been laid bare before you. And then you, as you are reading, you feel guilty. You say, why did I read this particular scripture today? Because it is the word of God. And it, 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 the word of God knew your intent. And so the scripture that they sent to you today is this is what it's talking about. How many of you have had that experience? You have had certain plans and then your quiet time is, is directly choking on the thing that you intended to do. Your quiet time. If you would do your quiet time on a daily basis. How many of you are going to do your quiet time on a daily basis? On a regular basis? It says it's a discerner of the thoughts, the intents of the heart, the things that your pastor cannot know, the things that your, your parents don't know, they don't know, the things that your husband does not know, your wife does not know, the word of God, it will discern that thought. Can I have an amen? amen. It will discern that thought. Amen. Well, I think we can pause here. And um, our time is up.
and then we will continue next time we meet. Wow. Why don't you clap for Jesus? It's too powerful. It's too powerful. Powerful effects. Powerful effects. Powerful effects. Wonderful. Stand to your feet, please. Are we going to do our quiet time? Are we going to invest in the spirit? Are we going to decrease the investment in the flesh? It says, the investment in the flesh. When we sow in the flesh, we reap corruption. When we sow in the flesh. When you spend so much time painting your face and doing your hair, you are reaping corruption. You are just bringing yourself up to evil invitations. Evil invitations. Reap corruption. Rather, invest in the spirit. Sow in the spirit. And you will reap life everlasting. Life everlasting. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We thank you, Lord. We give you glory. We thank you, Lord. Father, we thank you. Make way for us, Lord. Make way for us. Oh, make way for us. Lord, the thing that entangled us. The entanglement of this world. The thing that occupy us. We that we do not even have time. We do not make time to spend with you. Lord, deliver us. Deliver us from these days. Deliver us from these days. Jesus, help us. Help us, Jesus. What are the devices of the enemy, the killing craftiness of the enemy that makes us not even decide to have time with you? That makes us not spend time with you, Lord. Deliver us. Deliver us from them. That we will dedicate time to invest in the spirit. To sow in the spirit. In the name of Jesus. Yes. To be happy in Jesus. But to trust and no trust time. Trust and Father, we are thankful and grateful tonight. We thank you, Lord, for your word. We thank you, Lord, for the revelation that you have given us in doing our quiet time. Father, such powerful effects that we have overlooked, such powerful effects that we do not involve ourselves in. Lord, deliver us from the entanglement of this world. Father, the busyness of our days that occupy us so much, oh God, that we don't even spend time with you, that we don't even consider you, Lord, before we take steps. But your word teaches us that your word is a lamb on our feet. Your word throws the lamb to our feet and it shines light in our path. Lord, we will not take another step again without your word. For the word moves with our feet. Your word moves with every step that we take. In the name of Jesus. Father, let us involve ourselves in your word. On a daily basis. In the name of Jesus. And let us experience the powerful effects of spending time with you. The glory that comes upon us when we spend time with you. The glory that came upon Moses when he spent time with you. Let that glory fall upon us in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your word. We thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name.
Amen. Amen. If there's anyone here tonight, you are not born again, you want to give your life to Jesus, you want to dedicate your life, you want to welcome Jesus Christ into your life. You are here and you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. I want to be born again. I want to invite Jesus Christ into my life. If that is you, wherever you are, just lift up your right hand and I'll pray with you. You want to give your life to Jesus. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that? Father, we are thankful and grateful for your love. We thank you, Lord, that whilst we were still sinners, you sent Christ to die for us. Oh, Lord, we are thankful and grateful. Help us to continue to walk with you. In Jesus' name, amen. Why don't you clap for Jesus? We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.